All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodger, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all. And we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man who just had to let the birds out, Jacob. Why, thank you. And let me introduce our co-host, a man who just had to give that certain voice command. Welcome, Drew. How are you doing this morning, Jacob? Man, I'm doing very well. Uh, Obviously, because obviously all of our our listeners know this is put out on Tuesday. Yeah, we do record this on Tuesday. Specifically, this Tuesday we're recording on is Disney Plus Day. Yes, it is. And so, probably, as most of you probably know, be like, and probably already downloaded it, but yeah, Disney Plus is out. Yes. And so, um, And we are taking away from our Disney Plus time to bring you this episode. <laughs> so, actually, I'm in, I'm doing, I'm, the problem with Disney Plus right now is too many people are trying to use it at the same time. Yes, it's kind of getting overloaded. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to watch, uh, some, some of the Disney, I don't know, I remember what it was. I was trying to watch the documentary about um, the Mar- expansion of the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah, I saw Which that. all it is, is a, just so everyone knows, it's a commercial for all the upcoming uh, Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah. That is all it is. It doesn't tell you a thing about any of the upcoming yeah. movies, mm-hmm. which stinks. But, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, but I was watching that and it, I had to restart the video three times in 13 <laughs> minutes because it kept freezing. But I think that's just because of how many people are trying to watch stuff at the same time and they don't have everything fixed yet. Oh, yeah. Let's face it, we know there's people with VPNs in places of the world that don't have Disney Plus that are trying to get on this right now, so... Oh, yeah. It's just a bit overloaded at the moment. Yes. But, so we're not out of... Not everything's bad yet. Yeah. But that being said, if I can go ahead and transition us into what we've been watching. Yeah, sure. Unless you had something. Uh, no, not really. So I have watched a little bit of Disney Plus Same today. Here. Same here. I watched The Mandalorian. Uh huh. How was it? It's a very good show. Highly suggest it. It's kind of like a western in space. Ooh. Where you're following around a guy in Mandalorian armor. They've not said his name yet, other than Mandalorian, I think. But no, yeah. In fact, that's how I described it as the Mandalorian. Huh. So you still don't know who he is yet. And I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. I will just say I was floored by the last five seconds. Okay. So we'll move on. All right. I also watched a couple of the classic Mickey Mouse cartoons that are on there right now, which is that by itself is worth the price of admission. I got you. I'm being honest. Uh, Mainly I watched uh, the band concert, which was a a fun one. Yeah. I didn't know that Turkey in the Straw could be written into the William Tell Overture, but it very well can. (laughs) And then and it was and Donald Duck did a very good job of forcing it in there. 
And of course, I watched Steamboat Willie because I'd never actually seen Steamboat yeah. Willie before. Yeah. So I watched that classic one and enjoyed it. And I watched an episode of Phineas and Ferb because I've been looking forward to watching that for about a year now. And I hadn't been able to find it because Disney's been holding on to it for Disney+. Plus. I gotcha. So yeah. Also, one last little thing. The first thing I watched this morning when I woke up early. Not to watch this. I just literally woke up early and thought, well, I might as well check. I watched an episode of the original 1990s X-Men. Ah! (laughs) Yeah, that one. It's goofier than I remember. Oh, of course. (laughs) There's some of that you're watching going, the animation is... (laughs) No, that can't be right. There's got to be something wrong with the stream. There has to be. Nostalgia goggles. like... I remember the action being smoother than this. (laughs) But anyway, I've enjoyed some of that. Also, I watched this week... uh, Actually, I didn't watch much of anything else other than the two things for our mystery project. Ah. So, what have you watched? Well, uh, before getting to what I watched on Disney+, Plus, I actually... Just the other day, I was was like, okay, what do I need to watch? What do I want to watch? And uh, I was like, you know what? Frozen 2 is coming out relatively quickly, November 22nd, I believe. And so, why not rewatch Frozen? So, I rewatched Frozen. Be there like, you go. It's still a very good movie. Be like, I'm not going to say it's, it was our first episode. Yeah. And yeah, it's still incredibly good. It's still maybe a little overhyped and not saying it, it's a bad movie at all. It's not. Right. But it is overhyped. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely overhyped. But even a good movie can be overhyped. Oh, yeah. And some, and some might even go that the fact be like, oh, this is a terrible movie. Like some might say that, like, oh, a certain you know, a, an unnamed movie was to be like, oh, that was a terrible movie. But you watch it, and it's like, oh my gosh, the greatest movie ever. Yeah, you know, just like some movies are overhyped, yeah. and they're good, but they're not as good as everyone thinks they are. But then you have the movie that everyone says, oh, that was a bad movie. Don't watch it, and you watch it yourself, and you thoroughly enjoy it. That's the thing about movies. You should yeah. always go watch it and make a judgment call for yourself. Yeah. Unless. Yeah, unless. It is very obviously bad. Yes. And then just go and make fun of it. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, obviously. I'd like to point out that you watching Frozen is very apropos for our current weather situation. <laughs> yes, because it was. Because today <laughs> has been very frozen. Yes. Um. Uh, well, on Disney Plus, I wound up watching uh, the, um, oh, what do you call it? The Disney Plus movies and TV shows they're doing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, oh, that documentary I talked about. Yeah, the documentary a little bit ago. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it was really interesting. And uh-huh. I didn't have the problems you had. But I'd be like... I, it's, not, it's not that I had problems. It's just like, I was hoping they were going to talk about more than just the Disney Plus stuff of Phase 4. Yeah. But I digress. The uh, yeah, I watched that and uh, I was like, oh, okay, that got me hyped up for a few of them and yep. some of the stuff I had not heard before. And uh, keep in mind, most of them are not coming out until the end of next year and the beginning yeah. of year after next. But hey. yeah, twenty twenty one. But yeah, just especially the one I'm most excited for. Which one? What if? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was blown away by the animation of What If. So yeah. Anyway. So, as most of our listeners know, I'm a huge Tangled fan. I love Tangled, the movie. And uh, 
I downloaded the fir- the uh, the uh, the pilot episode for uh, Tangled uh, Tangled the series, which uh-huh. is Tangled before Happily Ever After, and I rewatched it on the, on a Disney Plus, and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot I downloaded this. I watched it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, why not? And so then I watched the first se- first episode of uh, Tangled the series, and I'm like, wow. Talk about just a lot of in-depth, you know, like, the pilot, literal pilot, gets you into the series. Mm-hmm. The first episode is like, okay, you meet this character, Varian, and he's this and this and this and this. And he's basically a character, you, he, um, he's kind of a quote-unquote main character throughout the entire first series. And it's like, oh, this is going to be fun. So, yeah, that's what I watched. Alrighty. We should get into the news, though. Alright, what's in the news? Well, Mr. Newsperson, since you handle the news more than anybody else. All right. Well, go right ahead. All right. So, obviously, uh, we've talked about Disney Plus way too much already. Uh, so yeah. let's continue talking about Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus launched today, November 12th. Uh, if you haven't got it, uh, get it. Get it. Got it. Good. Uh, well, me personally, the, 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 one of the ways I got it, because my brother Jim, who's a listener, uh, had talked about early, like earlier in the month, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, "Hey, what if?" Because they have this uh, this bundle package. If you get if you get Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN yeah. Plus, be like you can make that a bundle package. And so, uh, so I dumped Hulu. He dumped ESPN Plus, and we both got it. Well, there <laughs> so, you go. Yeah, it's like twelve ninety nine a bunch month. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. If you gotta have ESPN. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah. I like ESPN. I like sports. <laughs> He's sports people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Be like, you got that. You have that option. And uh, obviously, there's there's been a few issues. Because obviously, there's going to be, you know, for, you know, launch day bugs. and Yeah. Like, everything is not going to be perfect. And uh, you're going to have problems. You may have streaming problems. You may be in the middle of watching a documentary and it gets crash. <laughs> Give it time. It's launch day. There's yeah. always problems on launch day. Yes, everybody has to watch it. By this time next week, all the problems will be fixed, either by people slowing down or them adding more servers. One of yes. the two. Yeah, one of the two. All right. So the same day, the same day on November November twelfth, they re-release the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer with new design be like yes. from. What? He actually looks like Sonic the Hedgehog yes, now. Yes, he does. <laughs> he doesn't look like this little furry like, little like dude that looks furry like furry alien thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yet they still describe him as an alien in the movie. Well, Dr. Robotnik apparently doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Wait. Played by Jim Carrey. Did they call him Dr. Robotnik or did they call him Dr. Eggman? I think it was Eggman. <sighs> I think. I'm calling him Dr. Robotnik. I don't care. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But, yeah, just be like, that trailer dropped, and uh, what are your thoughts, Drew? As a Sonic the Hedgehog fan from yeah. an early age, yes, I feel better about this now than I did when the first teaser came out. Oh, gosh. What was that, six months ago? Yeah, roughly six months ago. Um, I do feel better about it now. I don't feel like it's at Detective Pikachu quality, but... Honestly, it looks good. The animation fits. It's there's a couple of weird story things that don't 
quite match up, but that could just be because of weird trailer cuts. I'll let it go for now. Yeah, it's trailers, of course. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing the movie. Yeah. Which is a lot more than I could have said six months ago. Yeah. Most definitely. And uh, kind of a good point with that, that there's been movies out there that, like, their first trailer came out and people hated it. Just the first trailer. Yeah. Or take, what was it? Like, take the movie, uh, what was that movie? It's a Kevin Costner movie. Waterworld? Yeah, Waterworld. Waterworld at least is a cult favorite. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a be like I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, but yeah, just like like trailers can either you know make, be successful to to a movie or very detrimental. Detrimental. Thank you. And honestly, I'm just this is just my personal opinion. Yeah, a trailer is just marketing material. Yes, it is not representative of the final product. Mm-hmm. It's not even. Edited by the people who made the thing. Yeah. It's made by people who... It's made from the marketing department. Yeah. They don't know what the movie's about any more than anybody else does. They're just trying to mix the footage together to try and make something that would that will get people hyped up for about five minutes before the next trailer comes out. Oh, yeah. If you have in My thought has always been, if you can afford it, mm-hmm. one, and you have an interest in seeing the movie, go see the movie. Yeah, don't let a trailer stop a, a poor trailer stop you from seeing a movie you are interested in. Oh yeah, that's, but that's always been my thought. Yeah, then there's also the where you where you watch a trailer like the first reaction trailer and just overanalyze everything and they'd be like, well, "Oh, this is a terrible movie." Well, like you said, this is put together by a marketing team. Exactly. It's, so it's it's not giving you the true uh, vision of this film. It's it's only giving you like little snippets with no real continuity and, and or context. And in a lot of cases, they will spoil important plot points. That is true of the movie. Yeah, which is why I appreciate Marvel's uh, trailer editing department because yes. I think they are more built connected to the rest of the studio. So, like, you look at Endgame. Yeah, no, you look at Spider-Man: Far From Home. Right. It's trailer before Endgame came out. Oh, yeah. And it's trailer after Endgame out. And how much one bit of information changed oh, the context of what was going on. Yes. And yeah, they leaned more into that change mm-hmm. afterwards in the second one. But it really changed your perception of what the movie was, which is more accurate to what the movie actually was. The first right. one just focused on, okay, we're going on a trip to around the world. And Mysterio's going to show up and we're not going to tell you what's going on. Yeah. Have fun. Yes, have fun. We're not going to tell you how Peter Parker came back to life. No. Because that's in this movie. Or why he's sad now. Yeah. <laughs> because that's also in this other movie. So, but so that's why I appreciate Marvel's marketing department. Mm-hmm. They're the only people I'm fine with them lying in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> because you know they're lying in the trailer because mm-hmm. they don't want to spoil crap. Yeah. Whereas, oh, what was that movie I saw recently where they spoiled the ending in the trailer? I don't remember what movie it was now, but there was some movie I saw recently. Oh, I think it actually was Alita. Oh, okay. Alita Battle Angel. I yeah. think one of those trailers uh, showed her running up the 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 wire up to whatever oh, yeah, that yeah, city yeah. is called. Yeah. And I'm going, 
I haven't seen the original, but I guarantee you, you're not supposed to show that. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Obviously the end of the movie. <laughs> Only show stuff from the first 30 minutes and one good action scene. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer. need. But no, they got to do everything. But anyway. Yeah. All right. So, Scoob came out. Really? This is the one I knew you were most excited for. And I have to admit, watching this trailer myself, I'm actually excited for this one too. Yes. I was worried when I first heard that this movie was in existence. Yeah. Because I was thinking, this is going to be like the live action shit movie, isn't it? (laughs) But watching this trailer, I thought, this has the vibe of the show. Of the original show. Was actually being intelligent yeah which you can't say that for a lot of kids movies nowadays no yeah and yeah i kind of think it's goofy how they come up with scooby's name but it also fits oh Oh, yeah it's absolutely (laughs) hysterical now when i watched it it was like oh my gosh they're doing this thing right yeah be like you're you're going you're making an origin story like how scooby met shaggy how scooby met shaggy but that's not the whole movie no it's not very obvious that's not the whole movie this is more like how scooby met shaggy they're First mystery on Halloween night, apparently, with the mm. rest of the gang. Yeah, how? And then there's form. another. There's clips from the rest of the movie that we that are for another mystery. Yeah, that we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, it's like, okay, this is going to be good. I have a bad feeling they're going to go for the monsters are real vibe again, but maybe we'll see. But also at the same time, but like, but like you look at the footage, and like there's one guy that I, I like to watch, and uh, what was it? The uh, the black comedy guy. Andre the oh, Black Comic. Andre guy. the Black Comic. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic guy. He's on YouTube. Go watch him. He's funny as can be. Uh and he breaks his breaks his trailer down. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much Hanna Barbera stuff in this movie. It's not even funny. One of the things I appreciate and That made me more I, excited. I was like, I'm, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who, if you've got a weak point in your franchise. Yeah. And you ignore that weak point, even when it makes sense to bring that weak point up, I get disappointed. Yeah. So when you look at, like, for instance, I was super excited they brought up Thor The Dark World in Endgame. Because while it is a weak movie, it is involved. I liked that the Scooby, the the the, the original, the when Scooby met Shaggy part, mm-hmm. there were a couple of those shots where puppy Scooby actually looked like a pup named Scooby. Oh, Yes. It's Absolutely. Like, I swear if you're not in Coolsville, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> because I hate a pup named Scooby-Doo, but I appreciate your acknowledging its existence. Yes. Well, be like, honestly, be like, I when I was a kid, I really enjoyed a pup named Scooby-Doo. Now, granted, I've always been a Scooby-Doo fan. Well, Bro, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> I didn't see a pup named Scooby-Doo till I was past the point where I was like, if I see another Muppet Babies ripoff, <laughs> I will throw my hair out. Pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and I can go over all my complaints about Pup named Scooby-Doo, but this is not the Scooby-Doo podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Real. Really? We may have to do a special short episode on the Scooby-Doo franchise at some point, but not right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So our third and final piece of news, or actually fourth, Mm-hmm. Uh, Pixar is re- has released our first trailer for their upcoming original feature, Soul. Yes. And I'm I, super excited about this Me one. too. When it was first, when, when that trailer first starts in the human world, mm-hmm. 
going, this looks so stinking good. Yes. <laughs> All of these people, despite obviously being animated characters, yeah. look real. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 and not in that uncanny valley real. It's like, how? How? Did you do this? And it's, the fact that it's perfectly matching up with the second part where they're spirits. Yeah. It's like, when is this coming out? <laughs> Why is this not coming out this week? Yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, it's actually coming out in the theaters. It'll be June 20, June 19th, 2020. Not quick enough. No, it's not. But, yeah, it's... Uh, but it's, I think also next year is when Beyond comes out. Yeah. And I don't remember when it comes out. Beyond. Isn't that what the the fantasy in the modern worlds? The one that's got um, yeah, and uh, oh, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. No, that's uh, as orcs. Yeah, on, <laughs> onward, onward. Why, yeah, did I, onward. why did I say beyond? I don't know. <laughs> Star Trek. Kinda mean, it kind of means the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but I know Beyond comes out next year too. I just don't remember when it comes out. So yeah. maybe it's coming out a little earlier. I hope maybe. maybe I don't know. The yeah. trailer came out first, so maybe it's coming out before that. Yeah. Anyway. So, so yeah, there, there are a lot of really good... I'm hoping really good with the, the, the second piece of news with Sonic. Uh, the, you know, a lot of really good animated movies coming out. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. A lot better choices than I think we had this year, to be oh, honest. Oh, yes, most definitely. Because I have a small confession... The movies that we talked about on uh, upcoming animated movies of 2019. Oh yeah, that one we did when we came right as we were coming back from hiatus. I've not watched any of the movies. <laughs> not a one. <laughs> Me neither. I know. Despite it's... the fact there was a couple that looked really good and really interesting, and I'm waiting for them to come out. <laughs> yes, and on video because <laughs> I just. Well, in my defense, our theater has been closed for three months. Yes, which actually has actually come, you know, come. Thank goodness, I am. Yeah. And I think the first movie I'm going to watch in that one's going to end up being Frozen 2. Probably. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, if you are in the Jacksonville, be like the East Texas area, Upper East Texas area, uh, Jacksonville has their new, their reopened, their, their theater. local theater, Amplex Cinema 3. And, uh, yeah, Apex yeah. Cinema 3. Apex, thank you. Apex. That's not like a good one. I say that. Apex. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what word it was that you said. Yeah. Before cinema, I was like, Alpax. <laughs> no, Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> no, that was not short. No. Uh, but yeah, just be like, they, they've got new, uh, new lobby. They've got new seating, which is leather and red. Yeah. And, uh, and they're recliners. And they're recliners. So you might fall asleep during Frozen 2. <laughs> oh, that's never my problem. <laughs> Unfortunately, they still serve Pepsi as their primary beverage, so I'll yep. have to start sneaking cans in. <laughs> shame, shame. No, actually, I don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah. But this would be the right time of year for it, because I'm using a nice heavy jacket, and you can't tell I've got a can in my pocket. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so, yeah, just, you know, give that theater, uh, give that theater a shout-out. If, the, if you're in the area, definitely. Yeah. So, I suppose we should get into our spoiler-free uh, review section yes. of, for our movie, Castle in the Sky. What are your thoughts on Castle in the Sky? Oh, it's like a train ride. It's a train, be like you are going along, just like, it's not you're going along at a breakneck speed. 
it's you're you're cru- you're cruising. It's well, let me use an analogy. It's like you were already in an analogy. I know that. I know. <laughs> so that. we're going to switch gears. Yeah, let's do another analogy. Let's switch gears to another analogy. It's like you're driving down a country road, like I like to do. Be like, if I'm frustrated or something like that, just go drive. That's all we have around here are country roads. That is true. But <laughs> even the main highway is a country road. That's true. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's one of those. It's a movie that does not stop. Be like, it's it's. It's a fun adventure. Yes. It's a fun adventure movie that doesn't be like, it doesn't really slow down. It keeps at a nice pace. There's no really, you know, there's no real slow down moments that be like, they give you this point, this point, this point, this one, this point. And they're not slamming everything into you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little, little exp- exposition uh, dumps every once in a while. But, yes, but they're at points that make sense when they're yes. telling people, people who don't know the information, are telling it that. So that's why we're learning it. Yes. Uh, the the only di- or in the case of one, we don't think she knows, but yeah. she knows more than she's telling. Yes. Uh, it now granted by the end of the movie, the movie has slowed down a lot. It slowed down the. It went from a nice pace. Pace movie to putting putting on the the emerge the uh, the power brakes to you know get this slow down uh, part of the movie which we're going to yeah later on spoilers but I may have a defense for that okay you know something about you know something in the sky <laughs> yes okay but uh, which I understand why it slowed down but it's still that's just that point why you know where there he went. Okay, let's strike along a little bit with this. But I digress. Yeah, it's it's a great film. A joy I mean it's a joyful film to watch. I would highly recommend it to a family. Uh yeah. Definitely family friendly and a joy ride to be had. Alright. I too enjoyed this movie. This was actually my second viewing. Uh I remember the first time I watched it thinking it was going one way. Yeah. And then it switched over to the other direction. I'm going, okay, I'll follow you here. And I remember it being just, a f- every time, the t- both times I've watched it, it's just a fun rise. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's, it, it's a fun ride from beginning to end. And there is a point there where I'm going to use the term crest. Okay. Where we crest over what's been happening little bit of breathing space before you come back down yes and we come to the end of the movie and unlike other miyazaki movies it doesn't just end (laughs) out of nowhere that's true it does actually have a satisfying ending yes i agree even if it does still kind of it's got it's a more satisfying ending than nausicaa had yes i agree but uh, it's family friendly. It's fun. You should go watch it. Uh, and if you are, I will say, uh, if you are picking this up for the first time, never seen it, and you're watching it on the Blu-ray, uh, there are two English language options. Mm-hmm. They are the same dub. The only difference is the music. Yes. The uh, original music version is very. 80s 
<laughs> okay. It's kind of... Uh, I can see that. It's kind of synthesi- synthesized a lot mm-hmm. more. But... Uh, and that music does transfer to the new stuff. The difference is the new stuff, the new music version has about 30 extra minutes of music instead of allowing moments of silence okay to take over that makes sense so and disney did that when they had the the rights to it and it's actually composed by the same guy joe hisashi okay uh so i'm going to make the suggestion to go with the original music version Hmm. that's just my suggestion take do you can watch either one it won't make that much difference it's just i prefer the original okay music version yeah, when yep. I when I watched the BLR, watched the uh, the the modern the modern music track, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, this is cool. I could definitely, I could, I could definitely hear this in the background somewhere. It's yeah. like if I'm working, because it's really good music. Yeah, and it's nothing that's gonna be like you know, get you lost in the music, but it's something just nice ambient noise in the background. Right. One of the things I noted when I was listening to this is the music reminded me of 80s-era JRPGs. Oh, okay. And the way the music kind of... The, the way the beats felt and the way the music was set up, mm-hmm. it just felt like... It, it felt like it had that kind of flavor to it, which made sense for what this is. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, then, I guess in that instance, we will move into our fu- full spoiler-filled version uh, review of Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky, known in Japan as Laputa, Laputa. Castle in the Sky, was written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki, mm-hmm. with uh, music by Joe Hisashi. I did not find any uh, script, a- English adaptation information on this one for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, but its cast includes uh, Anna Paquin as Sheeta. She played Rogue in the 1990s X-Men show. That's where I recognize her name from. And Ramsey in The Good Dinosaur. Huh. Sorry, that's in the 90s show. I meant the X-Men movie. Yes. I said that wrong. My apologies. <laughs> James Vanderbeek played Patsu. I actually had a little bit of trouble on him for some reason, so if you've got something... Dawson's Creek. Okay. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Me neither, but I knew about it. <laughs> uh, what I had for him was, uh, do you remember that Power Rangers fan film that was very greedy? That oh, came out yeah! Five years yeah, ago? yeah, yeah, He played Rocky in that. Yeah, I do remember that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's that guy from that show back in the 90s. <laughs> and apparently there was a show called CSI Cyber, which is a horrible name for a show. Yeah, I remember. Oh, it, yeah, he was he the played one. someone named Elijah Mundo. Yeah. Why name your show Cyber Anything? <laughs> in 2015, was it 2015? Roughly. That long after cyberspace was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Cloris Leachman played Dola. And I know her mainly for playing uh, a certain character in the movie Young Frankenstein, Frau Blucher. If anyone gets that joke, you win about five internet cookies. <laughs> uh, playing Muska was Mark Hamill. And if you don't know who he is, there's no helping you. Yeah. <laughs> but just for completionist's sake, Luke Skywalker, Joker. Yeah. And apparently, I saw this on there, he played the Joker for 
an episode of a TV series this year called Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, which included Batman and Robin. Really? Yeah. I've huh. not seen it, obviously, okay. but I saw the listing for it. I go, oh, works for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Richard Dysart plays Uncle Palm. He played Dr. Copper in The Thing. Okay. And in Back to the Future Part 3, he played a barbed wire salesman. Oh, yeah, that's right. How I, is that the thing that gets you? I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. I know so who that you, character and is. And so you recognize a character. Yes. Okay. I included that because I thought it was funny. <laughs> but if that the actually best, helps the best, you. The best barbed wire here from, you know, something, something, something. It's well, like, I know that guy. Well, that was Doctor. <laughs> that was Uncle Palm. Okay. Uh, Jim Cummings uh-huh. played uh, the general. And he's best known for playing Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and Pete and Darkwing Duck Duck. (laughs) and half of the singing voice of Scar and (laughs) a lot. (laughs) And just for completion's sake and because I have to mention this somewhere, he is our connection to Kingdom Hearts this week. (laughs) Surprise, surprise! Along with Tress McNeil. (laughs) Okay. Who played, uh, where where was she on here? I jumped ahead. I didn't even write her down. I just remember seeing her on the list. Tress McNeil was in this too. I don't remember what she played. Okay. (laughs) Uh, John Hofstetter played uh, Boss. That was his boss at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. That can rip his shirt pretty well. Oh, yeah. That was hysterical. (laughs) Uh, In the 1980s G.I. Joe show, he played Bazooka. Okay. And in that same era as Transformers, mm-hmm. he played Ramhorn. Okay. Cool. Okay. Michael McShane plays Charles. Uh, that's one of uh, the Dola Gang's henchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Tuck and Roll in A Bug's Life. Okay. And Friar Tuck in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, now I recognize his voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mandy Patinkin plays yes. Lewis. Mm-hmm. And to tell you who he played, I have to quote a certain line from a certain movie. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> oh, this is the episode for all the movie references. <laughs> yes. But yes, he played Inigo Montoya in The Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, Andy Dick played Henry, the last of the mm. men, of the Dola Gang henchmen. Yeah. Apparently, he was a comic from the nineties, mm-hmm. and none of the stuff on his IMDb cannot will I be will I be saying on a family friendly podcast. Okay. But you said you knew him from something that we could actually mention. Yeah, uh, I think it was like news radio or something like that. Okay, I, I, had, I think. Don't quote me on it. I hadn't so, heard of that. So. so for for those people who are probably screaming at their at their listening devices, be like, Andy Dick was on this show. Well, let us know. Yes, you on know, our Facebook group. Yes, tell us where we are wrong, please. <laughs> Also, I have been posting these on the Facebook page as well, so that's a good place to comment. Also, yes. Uh, in un there, I had uh, two uncredited roles yeah. that I thought were interesting. The first was John DiMaggio; he played a soldier. Okay. He plays Jake in Adventure Time. Okay. 
you know, Jake the dog. Rough. Yes. And in Futurama, he plays Bender. Oh, okay. <laughs> and in Gravity Falls, he plays Manly Dan. Okay. That's the uh, lumberjack. That's, uh... Oh, yeah. Woody's dad. Yeah. And last, and most certainly not least, is our good friend Frank Welker. Oh, of course. <laughs> Frank's as, gonna be in everything. As animal voice effects. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to tell you what he's in. He's in everything. So, yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking... <laughs> Megatron. Optimus Prime. No, he's, he's Megatron. I don't remember who was Optimus Primal because I know it's not uh, what the name, the, nor- Peter, the normal, Pete, not, uh, I know it's uh, not the normal Optimus Prime because it was a different guy playing Optimus Primal, I believe. Yeah, different. You'd be like, yeah, 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 I understand. Be like, oh, you're thinking of Beast Wars. You said Primal. That's Beast Wars. Yeah, I'm thinking Optimus. I was Optimus I was, Prime. I was, I was, it was the main guy. Yeah. You said primal. I was mean. And there's technically a Megatron in both. Yes. That guy who did that voice is incredible. But Frank Walker is not Frank Walker. Uh, Frank Walker, right? Yeah, Frank Walker is what we're talking about. Yeah, Frank Walker, his voice of Megatron is absolutely amazing. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so so you're part of the new, you're part of research. All right. (laughs) Let me dial those up right now. Alright. So, it was release date in its own country of Japan was August 6th, 1986. Mm-hmm. Try saying that three times fast. A year after I was bored. Okay. Our, okay, it's US release was July 19th, 1991. And that is the first dub. Not the the dub we watched. Yes. That's the first dub. All right. So, its box office gross in Japan originally in 1986 was 15.5 million yen. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I don't know how to translate yen dollars, but I still know that's a lot of of money. Okay. So, the, the information gathered on... Now, Grant, my information is coming from IMDB. Yes. Okay. You will have that acronym down eventually. <laughs> yes. Uh, according to according to their information, their uh, this movie's when it was its opening release, its opening weekend release was just shy of one hundred and ninety-seven, ninety-eight thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It grossed over domestically here in the states five hundred twenty three plus thousand dollars, and its gross domestic with the with the U.S. release was over six million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sold pretty well. I should say so. Yeah. So this movie is the first official Studio Ghibli release. Okay. Uh, last week when we did Nausicaa, I pointed out that this is the same group, and it is the same group, it's just they weren't known by Studio Ghibli yet. I gotcha. This is the first, or not till it came out, and you will notice that Nausicaa did not have the Studio Ghibli, uh, logo at the beginning of it. Hmm. This technically does have the Studio Ghibli yes, logo, which is Totoro, which is not for another three movies. Yeah. So I don't know what they showed before this point. Yeah. But, uh... 
Like I said, it originally released in Japan as uh, Laputa Castle in the Sky. Mm. This is its full name. And this was this is the second of the uh, Studio Ghibli movies that we've recorded that was uh, cr- um, created by Studio That G- was uh, uh, originally dubbed by Disney before uh, Disney let the rights expire and all the rights for it went to G-Kids, which picked up the entire library mm-hmm. about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And has been releasing their stuff, releasing that stuff ever since. Mm. Uh, so, I guess we should get into our likes and dislikes. Alright. What is your first like, my uh, friend? Alright. So, this is kind of odd, because I didn't get a chance to like, write my likes and dislikes. So, we're just going to go, we're going to... Uh, You're going like I usually go. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to... By we're, the seat of your pants. Exactly! So, let, let's let's jump into it. Uh, falling from the sky. Yes. Literally, <laughs> falling from the sky right now. Uh... The animation again, be uh, like it's it's a Ghibli film. It's a you know it's it's one of those films that just has this amazing, wonderful art art style that that is so t- it's it's timeless. Be like literally, it be like it's a move from the eighties. Yeah, but you watch it in modern day, you know, two thousand two thousand nineteen, and it's like wow, absolutely just breathtaking animation Mm -hmm. and just oh my gosh the train scene yes the train scene it's just like literally oh my gosh they did this this was hand drawn animation just yeah yes please give me more give me more tell me more tell me more but yes i love this it was so much fun it was there again, it is a roller coaster of a movie, mm-hmm. and it's just like strap in because you're gonna have the time of your life. Because kind of like our two characters had to tie each other together. Yes, and hang on because it's a fun ride. Mm-hmm. What's your number one? My first like, I'm kind of kind of jump on the same train you're on at the moment and talk about animation. Yeah, <laughs> the animation in this is so fluid. Yes. It's yes, it's hand drawn, and yes, there's still a little of the the crunchiness to it. Yes, but it's not t- as bad in this one. It's there's a lot of, especially in the action sequences. Yeah, the movement of the characters is very nice. It's very fluid. It's doesn't. There's points in there where it's like there's no way you can draw this this fast. Yeah. And yet it works. There's never a point where it's you can tell that it's... Like, for instance, looking back at Nausicaa, I mm-hmm. hate to compare Nausicaa and make it sound like I'm throwing that down the trash, but I'm not. There are parts in Nausicaa where you can tell the way they were animating it was literally moving pieces back and forth mm-hmm. in the film. You can't tell that in here. No. This is smooth from beginning to end. The closest thing to... Uh, Flat animation where they're they're just moving stuff is no. airships. Yes, and even then it works mm-hmm. beautifully. Oh yeah, I love. But uh, my favorite part of my favorite part bit of animation though, I'm going to go ahead and jump to this, is the scene with them in the crow's nest after it detaches from the rest of the ship. Oh yeah, that seeing them flying up there in the kite as they called it mm-hmm. was like especially as they're heading towards Laputa itself, was just breathtaking, especially as they're going through the storm. 
Oh, and yeah. you can see the lightning giving them a path uh-huh. for them to float through. Oh, yeah. Despite the fact they shouldn't be able to get through it at all because they don't have the stone with them at that time. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. But because obviously they're she's the true owner, not our camel. Yeah. She's the she chosen gets, one. Yeah, she's the chosen one. They get all the way there and happen to land softly on top of a, of a bird's nest. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're going, it's a good thing you landed softly. <laughs> yeah. And boy, there must be some cushion on that grass. Some it thick hasn't been, undergrowth. It hasn't been mowed in a while. That's yeah. for certain. Um, but that section right there and the part where they're... Uh, in the cave with Uncle Palm. Yeah. And he turns the, the the lantern off and it looks like you're under the stars in oh, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just draw jopping gorgeous. Yes. Especially for 1986. Oh, absolutely. Because keep in mind what we had over here in 86. Oh, yeah. Oliver Black Cauldron? Cal- yeah. <laughs> Black Cauldron, yeah. Little Mermaid. And, uh... Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company, and, uh... The Great Mouse Detective. Great Mouse Detective. I was like, we just reviewed this weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, those are all good, too. They but are very good. they're not quite this good. Yeah. Just because this actually ha- had money going into it while Disney was trying to get away from 2D animation at the time. Yeah. To their detriment. But this was just so amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. It was just so much fun. I was not... Ex- when I first watched this, which was just this year, I first watched it about six, seven months ago. Yeah. When uh, we were really first talking about, you know, where we were going after our first six yeah. movies. And I found this at Walmart and went ahead and purchased it because I wanted to have a Ghibli collection anyway. Yeah. And I was just like... I, and I watched it because it's like, I want to review this eventually, so I might as well watch the movie before I, you know, I put it on the list. And I remember going, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. Anyway, what's your second one? <laughs> my second. Uh, uh, I uh, Our two characters' main interaction. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much of this, so much of the, uh, definitely in our modern culture. Of where it's a guy and a girl that either they are very attracted to each other, uh, but all they can think of is having, you know, a carnal relationship with each other. And it's all about the relationship. Uh-huh. Where in this, it's so much of be like these two young people who are on a journey together and they act like they're best friends. Yeah. Be like they're just getting to know each other. Their camaraderie, the be like their willingness to help each other and be like, you know, have each other's back when, they, uh-huh. when things get, you know, when things hit the fan. And it's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice refresher yes. from the, uh, the modern, uh, be like, oh, it's, it's, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or vice versa. And, uh, you know, there, there has to be that, um, that, gonna say it sexual relation sexual relationship concept to that mm-hmm. and uh it, it's it's a nice soothing it's a friendship it's, yeah. it's it's a friendship that you can see blooming into a relationship later on 
but it's not the the focal point. So the focal point of the show. So the focal point of this movie. And uh, it's, it's they're too young for that to be the focal yeah, point that's of this true. movie. Yeah, that is true. They, not they, that they wouldn't try that over here. Yeah, that's true. Good night. Yes, but yeah, it's it's two, it's two characters that are boy and girl that get along because they're kids and they're acting like kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was it was a joy to watch. Yes, it was a joy to watch that relationship kind of develop as you know. As you know, as a relationship naturally progresses, you know, from just getting to know each other to becoming friends to becoming re- be like, you know, being really comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. The the fact that they like they only met to the point be like, like would you if you met somebody that you had no idea who they were, yeah, no idea. Only thing you know about them is they floated out of the sky yeah. magically. Yeah, <laughs> That's all you know about this girl. But yeah, it's just the, like how it's, it's such a change of pace uh-huh. to our modern times of how we, how we view relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our, our two main characters relationship. All right. All right. So what's your second? My second is the Dola gang. Oh, the Dola gang. <laughs> From the moment they, you first see them on screen attacking the. Uh, airship mm-hmm. that she's on to the end. You can tell I mean you can tell they're bad guys, but they're not bad guys. Yeah. They're pirates. They act like pirates. But they're pirates with hearts of gold Agreed. in many ways. Yes, the entire reason they attacked that uh, airship in the first place was to steal the her crystal. Yeah. But and yeah, that's why they follow her to the town and why they're chasing them throughout the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there going, am I supposed to like these people or am I not supposed to like yes. these people? Because at this point we don't know who the villain is, Yeah, but these are just goofy pirates that are yeah. chasing them for no apparent reason other than they got to have the crystal that's hanging around her neck. Are we going to have the treasure? Yes. <laughs> and then at the halfway point where they flip that on its head. Oh yeah. We now know that the real bad guys, if you couldn't be surprised, was Mark Hamill's group. Yes. They're the real bad guys. And the pirates are going to help them despite the fact they shouldn't. Yeah. It's not in their best interest to help Sheeta and Patsu. Mm-hmm. It's not, hey, it's not in their best interest to help Patsu go save Sheeta. Yeah. And it's most definitely, after they no longer have the crystal in their best interest, to get them to Laputa. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yet they do. You get to a point where you start liking Dola and her entire gang. Yeah, her family. Her family. And it's just, I just love that. Yeah. It's like, these are obviously, these are crooks, but mm-hmm. they're not bad guys. Yeah. They're they're sky pirates. They're the they're Han Solos, essentially. Yeah. It's the best example of, I know how to give to them. And strangely enough... Dola and Sheeta have a lot in common. <laughs> and I don't just mean the pigtails. Uh, do you know you know the scene where she's cutting up the potatoes in the oh, kitchen yes. and everyone keeps coming in to help her? her? Yes. Okay, in the English stub, yes. why are they doing that? Because uh what was it? It was it was a point where the the mother what's her name again? Dola. Dola. 
Adolus would be like, says something to the effect, be like, be like, yeah, she would be like, you, uh, you boys need to find a girl just like her. Though. She's very much like me. And, yeah. Uh, it's, it's essentially a, what it says in the Japanese version, but there's yeah. a specific thing I'm getting at. Why um, do they claim they're in there? Uh, there there's a few scenes, there's a few lines kind of in the background yeah. that they're saying as that scene's going on. Well, there was the, uh, be like, oh, be like, oh, it's food. Or be like, oh, I just want to help because I want to, you know. But, but, okay. I'm, okay. You didn't catch the line. No, apparently. What there's is At some point, one of them, I'm going to assume Mandy Patinkin, <laughs> says, uh, pretty much is flirting, outright flirting oh, with yes, her. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Despite the fact she's seven. <laughs> no, she's a little older than that. A little older than that. Yeah, a little older than that. still... She's, she's still a little she's kid. She's young enough to be a kid. Yes. Still. Yes. So in the Japanese version, that's not how those lines go. Oh. They actually see her as a mother figure. That makes sense. So they've transplanted their ugly mother with this mother. young mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of how that worked. Oh, okay. apparently they're all mama's boys, which makes sense. Yeah. In the context of the story. Oh, okay. I got you. And then, of course, you've got the father, who is the standard... Dr. Robotnik-looking guy that's in a lot of these uh, Miyazaki stuff you'll note going forward. Yes. He tends to draw the big mustached forging guy in a lot of these. Yes. He, that's a fairly common character design going forward. Okay. This is the first time I think you see it. Which, of course, in my mind going, that's Dr. Robotnik! But anyway. <laughs> what not was, your, what yeah, was not, your third thing? Yeah, not being played by Jim uh, Jim Carrey. Correct. <laughs> uh, what's the third thing? Our villain. Mm-hmm. Our villain. Uh, what's his name again? Muska. Muska. Muska, or Ka- Colonel Muska, or somebody like that. Uh, played by Mark Hamill. Yes. Uh, just the slyest devil on the planet. Just how how he operates. He goes, like, how Mark Hamill described him when, he's, when he was doing the dub over. Uh-huh. The fact he can, you know, be, you know talk very calm relaxing and just kind of be your friend a little bit and then turns it on to be like i really want to kill you right now yeah be like his his villainy knows no end be like he be like he's literally gonna uh throw everybody under the bus or just in case the entire army out of the out of the the sky out of the sky literally like well i didn't like them either but Uh, i guess that's one way to get rid of them (laughs) yes and I, was, I remember watching that going, uh, guys, you know where he's leading you. Yeah. You're going to be, f- you're, you're about to die. If you're not going to fall, he's going to shoot you yeah. with laser beams. Because obviously he can create them in this castle. Yes. The, uh, the that scene kind of reminded me of a, a certain line that a certain actor kind of does in a Transformers movie. No, 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 get out of there! You're going to die! Get out of there! <laughs> Rum liver, gather. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his. Uh, uh, there's a line during during the uh, scene in which the the big reveal. They're uh-huh. like, "Oh, we're related." <laughs> scene, distantly, but yeah, yeah, distantly related. They're, you're both technically heirs to the throne, yeah. but obviously, you had a worse life than yes. she had. <laughs> Yeah, because there, there's a line in which uh, Muska is really like going on and on about how the power of uh, the castle in the sky has yeah. all, like, oh, we can we can we can make a new world with this and be like, 
and you're going to do exactly what I said. And uh, Shita basically comes around and be like, it doesn't matter how, what kind of new weapons or technology yeah. be like, if you don't have love in that, be like, it means nothing. Yeah. And there's that, that same line that, <laughs> uh, me. that actually reminded me of, because uh, we, we live in a world, live in a world that if, if we have, if we, if we get all these great advancements in the world mm-hmm. and uh, it'll make things better. They don't. It doesn't. It does make things better. It just makes more problems. Yeah. So, like, in a way, the story kind of tells you that... Technology is a very good tool, but it is a very poor master. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... No, be like, you hit it right in the head with that one. So, before I jump into my third thing, I want to touch on our villain. Up until he's dragging Sheeta through the bowels oh, of yeah, the castle. Oh, yeah, good night. Oh. Up until that point, he... Just feels like the secret agent who's serving the he's serving the military, but obviously he's also serving his self interest. Yeah, he kind of feels like the guy who's due to his arrogance and ignorance. Oh yeah, is going to get killed. Oh yeah, pretty quickly. You and up until he's going through, and you know they first go through the down the elevator mm-hmm. and first open up into the room that the roots have oh, started to take hold yes. in, and he goes. Ah, these roots! As the first thing, I'm going to burn them all away. I'm thinking, now wait a minute. (laughs) Hang on. Why do you have such reverence for this? You shouldn't know what this is. What's going on? And then they get to the the room with the the main Ethereum crystal Mm -hmm. is, which is now a swamp. Yeah. He's going, ah, I'm going to have to destroy all this too. Blah, blah, blah. This This is not what this room was supposed to be. It's supposed to be for... Whatever he said, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's supposed to be a throne room or something. Very arrogant and very, this is mine. Mm-hmm. It's nobody else's. It's around this time so you realize he knows more than just oh, the yeah. standard government putts who's done research should know. Oh, yeah. He's got his entire little book and everything. It's right. just like, wow, this guy's going to And research. he finally starts doing stuff and, you realize, and reveals mm-hmm. who he actually is. Yeah. It's a good and You're going... It's oh. one of those great reveals mm-hmm. that once you understand that, it sheds a different light on everything he's done up to this yes, point. Yes, it does, and changes it in a way that is not doesn't is not a problem. Yeah, but it's like, okay, now I see what you're doing. You're not the sleaze ball. That was the character you were playing to get past the military, so you could be evil, maniacal guy who's going to get killed in the next five minutes yeah <laughs> you know what this reminds me of what hans from frozen a little yeah because be like you you have this character it's like oh i'm doing everything for the best or like in uh yeah. you know our our main villain from this movie is uh it's like the okay. difference is this guy is not an idiot <laughs> like hans is. yeah pretty much she was like I okay because i still think well i i know we've this is not the Frozen episode, and we already talked about our thoughts on Frozen. Yes. But Hans is still the dumbest, is, as good a villain as he is, he, I still don't see what he was, what his plan was. Yeah. How he was going to take over after killing Anna and Elsa. Elsa. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Like, his his villain reveal reminded me so much of... Yes. But like, it was a good villain reveal. It's like, you yeah. knew he was the villain, but you know what kind of villain he was. You thought he was just the egotistical... Blah, villain. Yeah. All of a sudden, no, he's the mastermind. Ah, he's the evil mastermind mm. who's going to die soon. Yeah. 
It's like, you know oh, he's going to die. So it's the only way the movie can end. It's either, either going to blow everything up. Yeah. Or they're going to shoot him. Yeah. Ironically, both. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. My, the third thing I liked. To actually yeah. get to that. Yes. Um, the entire sequence. I know, this is, I know you said you don't like the. Uh, what I what 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 I call the crest. Mm-hmm. I love the crest. Okay. When you're up there, you've been kind of riding on a on rising action, nonstop rising action for most of this movie up to oh, this yeah. point. And then it goes, and then you get up there. It's like, okay, this is where we're going. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is okay. I can kind of see the good. They're showing you the good parts of what this castle is before yeah. they show you. The dark side of this oh, castle. Yeah, and we're going, and that, that that couple minutes from when they land on the bird's nest mm-hmm. to we see the army looting. Yeah, those couple of minutes are like breathe, enjoy what's here, see how obviously this castle is slowly deteriorating. Mm-hmm. It's going wild again. The nature is taking back over. Mm-hmm. There's a cameo from one of the animals from Nausicaa. By three oh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> like four of them. Four of them. And we're going, wait a minute. Those, those guys, are, are, is this connected? No, no, this is cameo. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I like that part. That was That good. was kind of fun. It's like, yeah. the art style doesn't quite match with these guys, but I'm going to go with it because it's still kind of cool. And maybe at the time, that was their mascot. I don't know. But that's that seeing that little quick cameo was cool. And then the looter started okay, we're back into this. Moving, it slowly, the action mm-hmm. slowly starts ramping back up again oh, yeah. as we head into the climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like that idea. It's like, much like, because up until this point, like I've said, we started down in the caves. Mm-hmm. And we've been climbing the entire time out of the mm-hmm. caves across the field up flying through the sky until we get to the castle yeah and much like you would when you finally get to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. you stop you take a break look around take in everything that's at the peak of this mountain yeah that you've been getting to this entire time before you start working your way Back down. Yeah. You it, you're, you're not done climbing the mountain until you're back down. Agreed. That moment when we're up there, despite the fact it's what we've been building to this entire time, mm-hmm. is not the end of the movie. Yeah. It's, we're here, we're going to appreciate where we're at, mm-hmm. and now we're going to continue down the hill until we nearly destroy all of Laputa in the process. Yeah. But, we'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... So I guess now we should move into our dislikes unless yes. you've got something. Uh anything else? Kind of going going back to my third one. The uh our our main villain, who am I forgetting his name again? Muska. Muska. That's an easy name, Muska. Uh it's like his his villain turn was very good. And uh definitely when you tell he's the bad guy, he starts smacking her around. Yes. Smacking her, throwing her around. It's like, okay, you're a bad guy. Now I want to hurt you. <laughs> And it's then, like, I hope he gets you in. Yay, he's dead. And then the last threatening off, we're going to shoot your pigtails off. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I remember watching it and he shoots and the first pigtail falls and go, wait, what? Can can that happen? I, I, 
These are big those bundle are, of hairs. Those are very, that's a very thick amount of hair she's got right there. And you're going to show, oh, look, there goes the other one. <laughs> and even when they finally get up to Dola, they get to Dola at the end. She goes, oh, come here, sweetie. It's just so so horrible when a woman gets her pigtail <laughs> shot off. <laughs> I'm like, how often does that happen? <laughs> anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, mm. Oh, gosh, the... Uh... Okay, so going into my negative points, uh, it's 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 kind of a negative, but it's not a negative. It's how um, Sheeta, Sheeta, Sheeta. Thank you. Uh, it's basically how Sheeta is treated throughout this film. It's like literally like her parents die, and then she's on a farm by herself. Which apparently she no, doesn't... she's raised by her grandmother. Oh yeah, she's raised by her grandmother. They, they don't say that at the beginning, and you yes. don't see her. But when she finally starts, because she remember she inherited the stone when her mother died. That's right. And That's then right. her grandmother tells her about the quote unquote mm. spells. Yes. The this this girl has been put through the ringer. It's like one, she's kidnapped by these dudes. Yeah, and then be like she's kidnapped. We're not really told why. And then be like, the pirates try to get her. And then she's finally captured again by, you know, Muska yeah. and his bunch. And uh girl scared out of her mind. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, jeez. Be like, talk, you know, talk about your uh, Keep in mind, post-traumatic she, stress just, disorder. She was just a farm girl before this point. She had a very calm life. Yeah. And then she gets, you know, kid, you know kidnapped. And then she finds out she's a princess. Yeah. Of a dead kingdom. Surprise, surprise! There's a surprise. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, Shinta's uh, position in when we first meet her. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I feel bad for her. It'd be like, it'd be like, it's, be like, she she runs into our, uh, her, you know, her running partner throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's got that little bright, you know, little bright spot. Throughout it, and you know, that's like, oh, I have a friend, be like somebody who's trying to protect me, and that kind of stuff. And you know, not saying she can't do things herself, she does yes. quite a bit herself, yeah. But, but uh, then she's kidnapped again and again, and abused, and again, and again, and again. It's like, jeez, I'm surprised this girl is like PTSD by the end of this thing. <laughs> like, poor she did, yeah. So, what's yours? The spell of destruction, oh, at the yes, end of the movie. Does not destroy the castle in the sky. No, it doesn't. Conveniently, it only destroys what I'm assuming must be a control ring and where all the bad weapons are. Yeah. No! That is not how (laughs) self-destruct sequences work. I mean, I guess to some degree... Okay, I'm going to make a couple of assumptions here about the history of Laputa. 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 It's not actually... They don't go into that in a great deal. Right. Because it's a mystery. Yeah. I'm assuming that when the castle was built, all the countries and all that stuff, the stuff underneath was perhaps not being controlled by the Laputian military. Yeah. It was perhaps... I mean, obviously it was the throne room, but perhaps it was more of a royal court and then if he mm. had to exercise his power he did yeah and then of course all of the families and the innocents mm-hmm. and all stuff obviously would live up on the top mm-hmm. and so to some degree it makes sense that you would 
somehow, this is not explained, only destroy the war room, essentially, mm-hmm. and let the rest float up, presumably into space where everyone's going to die of suffocation? <laughs> I can follow this to a certain point, but then logically, when you're watching the end credits and it's floating above the atmosphere, oh yeah, you're going, all those birds are dead. Oh yeah, the only thing surviving, all those trees are dead. dead. The only thing surviving is that robot who will soon die from just because his part seized up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If you're gone, I, I know the reason they only blew up the bottom is so you could have the happy ending. Yeah. The garden is safe. Yeah. It's all left in peace. The only thing that was destroyed was the evil part of the castle. I would have been much happier if they blew the whole thing up. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's a consequence. You have to get rid of the castle because the wrong people are getting in charge of it. Yeah. They're going to come back anyway, now that they know how. You've got to get rid of it. Unfortunately, that means you've got to get rid of the good and the bad. Yeah. You can't separate them and just have the good go off into outer space and suffocate, which I guess is doing the same thing, but one seems a lot worse. Yeah. If they just blew up, then everyone would immediately die. But no, we're going to have most of the population, assuming this would have happened while the place was still fully populated. Oh, yeah off into the atmosphere and suffocate in space. Great idea. Beautiful. No wonder they got off the stinking <laughs> castle and decided to live on the earth again. Uh, you know what that reminds me of? Star Trek 3, the rat... Uh, Star Trek 3, the search for Spock. I was about to say. I know, I was about to say the wrong word. But, the search for Spock. Yes. The destruction of the Enterprise. No, that, I actually love that. Yeah, that was great. It's great. But... <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, destroy the entire thing. Why are your enemies on the ship? Yes. <laughs> Not that, be like, let the, the, let the saucers, what they did was, okay, you're describing what I'm going to call, like, what we are both saying should have happened. Yeah. Is the, the original Enterprise Destruction Method. Yes. I call it. Yes. Where you blow the whole ship up. Now, technically, the saucer could separate. It just could not reattach on yes. the original Enterprise. Yes. They never showed this. For obvious reasons. reasons. Yeah. It was the 60s. <laughs> 60s. They don't have the budget. And plus, they wrote into the lore, you couldn't reattach the saucer section once you'd separated it. Okay. What they did in this movie was the Enterprise D saucer set. Separation. Oh, god, Where they send all the families off on the saucer section to slowly go away on impulse power while the warp drive blows up. <laughs> Great idea. Uh... <laughs> I think the Ferengi or the Klingons or whomever caused you to have to destroy the warp drive section is going to catch up with you in your impulse-driven saucer section. (laughs) Or, like we see in Generations, it's going to crash land on a planet. (laughs) Yeah. And then blow up. (laughs) Because that happens. Mm -hmm. Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> this does not work. No, it doesn't. It's a logistical problem. I know I'm supposed to just be happy that the tree is somehow... That's the other thing. <laughs> the tree, even if it were to stop, it's still an oxygen-rich atmosphere. Yeah. How much soil does it have left to not, draw nutrients from? Not for how much. much water is left? Yeah. 
The only way this thing is going to survive if it finds a mountain, if it happens to land on top of Mount Everest. Yeah. And then not long. <laughs> it's going to go, gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway. Uh, I know. It's fantasy. Let it go. Let it go. No. Don't hold back on it anymore. <laughs> but I know you can't. Moving on. Anyways. What's uh, your second dislike? Uh, you know, there's actually a, there. This is a movie that there's a there's not a lot of that I dislike about it. Oh, good, you have the same problem I did, where you only could come up with one. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's uh, the only thing I could really think of is maybe the the only thing I could think would be like would probably be the uh, the the grand the designs of the everything in this world is yes. amazing. The when we get to the castle in the sky, it's mm-hmm. kind of a disappointment. It's kind of is to, to me. It was when you get there, you're thinking all these amazing things has been hyped up beyond belief, yeah. and you and get it's there, ruined. Yeah, all this is ruins. Be like you that think makes sense to me. Well, I understand that, but in my but, mind, but I'm then thinking, like, I've watched a lot of Doctor Who. Okay, where these fancy places are now ruins because they went too far. Yeah, and now they had to leave the killer robots. Yeah, to run the place while they all ran and hid. Yeah. Thankfully, these aren't killer robots. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can be if you mess, if you mess with if the you, person. If you accidentally, if they had accidentally cracked that egg, they would have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. The the when they arrive on Laputa, right? Yeah, the, Laputa, Laputa. When they arrive I on, on Laputa, I keep wanting to call it Laputa, but it's Laputa. Yeah, Laputa. When you when they arrive on Laputa, I'm just like, okay. Amazing hive! I was slightly disappointed. That's okay. And it'd be like, yeah, when it starts revving back up. Yeah. That's like, okay, interesting. But that part when they land, it's just like, okay, cool design, but this is it? Nothing? What? (laughs) Slightly disappointed. But that was it. You were hoping they were going to get there and it was still going to be populated. Yeah. And still running and still be top of the line. And these people just, for some reason, have never just interfered with the lives of people on Earth. That was my expectation. Yes. That was not my expectation. Mm. My expectation was, this is a ruin whose self whose fence systems have been left on. Mm. Which is what it was. Yeah. For the reason why it's at the center of a hurricane. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, um, I guess my only, and plus the, the, the robot design was a little bit odd. Just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You know, not saying be like, oh, it's a terrible design. It was just a little bit odd. Just a little bit odd to me, but eh. I have no room to talk when it comes to robot design, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Admittedly, they were more articulate than you think of for a robot. Yeah. But at the same time, they could easily turn into flying robots, which was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, I think that was about the only thing I could really, like, put against this film. I was like, okay... Lapita was kind of a disappointment. Ever since I had this expectation of this, it didn't happen. I was like, oh, kind of bummed. But uh, the robots were kind of Meh, until they, you know, turned into flying robots. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's. I really don't have anything else bad against this movie. Honestly, I really don't either. So I think we should go ahead and move into our ratings. Okay. I'm going to jump ahead and say this is a nine. For me. Okay. It was a fun movie. A, 
I didn't have as much negative to say about this one as I did Nausicaa. Yeah. It's a fun movie from getting to end, and it's got beautiful, wonderful animation. Mm-hmm. Kind of animation I wish we still got in a lot of instances in 2D, mm-hmm. but that's beside the point. It's just a fun ride from beginning to end, and there's just so little to complain about. I can't help but give it a high rating. So mm. that's I'm going with 9. The thing I'm only knocking against it is that logistical error. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go just one below you with uh, a 8. Uh, 8.5. Mm-hmm. It's still an incredible movie. Incredible, amazing movie. Uh, like like I said, when you when we got to the uh, Lapita, when we got mm-hmm. to Lapita, I did have the slight disappointment because uh, I was not expecting that. And, and like yeah, the there again, I don't have much to say against the film, but there again, be like I had this high expectation, and uh, I know it's stupid, to, you know, to uh, judge a movie based on be like it's like oh I because most time when you go to a movie, you're you supposed to have, right. you know, your bar is here, but you expect here, uh-huh. be like I saw this movie, my bar was here, it yeah. was to the top, and so when you got to Lapita, I was like. Oh, really? That's all this is? Kind of disappointed. But that's that's oh. that's that's all I have against this movie. And plus how bad she does uh life life is. <laughs> like, man, that sucks. If it helps you any, keep in mind that she did not get originally kidnapped until like four days. Maybe yeah. at most prior yeah, sure. to the beginning of this movie. Okay, she's had a crappy four days. Yeah, she had a very crappy four days. She had a crappy week. Yeah. Uh, So, I guess that brings us to the end of this review. Yeah. Uh, Under normal circumstances, when we get back to, out of these theme months, we'll be rolling for movies again, but uh, since we are still in the middle of Ghibli and Miyazaki month, or whatever order I'm putting those terms in, uh, our next movie is going to be Grave of the Fireflies. Oi. Not, I'll admit, this is not what I'm looking forward to, because I know it's supposed to be depressing. Yes. However, if this is the price I we must pay to get to Totoro, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> now, and plus, I have heard it is actually a, a well-made movie. Yeah. It has a very thoughtful message. Yeah. It's just depressing, and I will say this, it will probably not be for kids, Probably not. Because it deals with the aftermath of the atomic bomb in Japan during World War II. Yeah. So, yeah. Not heavy times. Definitely not. But Yeah. Well, one of our listeners, Bree, she had, because we'd worked together for a time at, uh-huh. at my workplace. And uh, I think this was early on, early on before we were doing the podcast, or like when we were started. And she was talking about it because she loves anime. Yeah. She loves anime. So, she's talking about... Be like, oh yeah, be like, for one thing, be like, you don't want to watch these two movies, they're too sad. And I I think, I think this is right to talk about, one was, uh, your name, your, I think it was your name or one of the. I thought you told me it was the girl who left through time. Yes, that's what it was, this girl who left through time. Because she said, be like, it's so sad of a movie. And I was just like, okay, it wasn't that sad. But yeah. Yeah, but you know, that's her, her opinion, she watched it when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the second one was. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. She's like, don't watch it. It's so sad. <laughs> well, in this one, she will probably be right. And now you will completely, uh, gone against her, uh, 
her suggestion. So hopefully that doesn't affect anything. Yeah. Um, oh, it'll it'll probably be like it's like I told you it was sad. It's like yeah, it was sad. Yeah. You're right, Sabrina. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B Heron, and also on Facebook, uh, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw every day. I don't get to it as much as of late, but I really need to step it up and start drawing every day. And yeah, so yeah, basically, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob B Heron. And I think that's it for the current. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Drew Dodgen. Plus, you can find my collection of photographs over at Drew's Photo Bin. I have not yet posted my pics from my vacation earlier in the month. Mm-hmm. However, there was one picture I had forgotten I posted immediately upon taking it that I took with my phone. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go look at that, go right ahead. Yeah, but it's, it's a beautiful picture, by yeah. the way. Uh, I'll be posting some more pictures soon when I get time to go through and do it. This is always my problem. Is, and plus with Disney. Plus right now. <laughs> and two games I've been looking forward to coming out Friday and me trying to decide which, if I, which one I'm going to buy. Mm. I'm going which to be busy. And like it's him. Christmas. Yeah, that's true. Christmas is coming yeah. So that's going to be fun. Uh, so well, I will get that posted eventually. Oh, excellent. Uh, just kind of like a side note, I actually started another job. Another job? Another job, actually. This is your fourth. This is my fourth job, actually. Although your third one doesn't come up as often anymore. Yeah, it, it comes up like every weekend. Like every weekend I'll, I'll do that job. And then my other job, my other, my third job is a weekend job as well. And, yeah. uh, yeah, this Fourth job, actually, now, is uh, I'm selling uh, Young Living Essential Oils. Hmm. I recently signed up, and uh, I'm looking to, you know, build my clientele. Uh, uh, essential oils, basically, it's oils that are naturally made. Uh, they're natural. There's no chemicals added. It's all natural. And uh, if you want to see uh, my testimony about uh, uh, Young Living and how it's affected my life, uh, go to my Facebook page and uh, look for the video that's uh, My Young Living Essential Oils Testimony about my Tourette's and how uh, Young Living has changed my life through that. So go check that out. And plus, if you're interested, let me know. Hit me on my Facebook and uh, Messenger if you're interested. I would like to point out that uh, the fact that you have never heard him bark on this show... For that alone, his testimony to yes. how good this worked for yes. him. Yeah, for be like, I've obviously, I've, I've told people that I do have Tourette's disorder, and I literally bark like a dog, but uh, by 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 the grace of God, I, I don't bark. Be I like, think I've only heard you bark twice in the last year, and in both cases, you were extremely stressed. Yes. At the time. Yes. Thankfully, none of those were while we were recording. Yeah, that would be funny. Bark! Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> oh, if you remember, when we were first talking about this, we had uh, something in place in case we ever had to explain the barking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Which we've never actually no, we had haven't. to use, thankfully. No, we haven't. So, yeah. Uh, you can find both of us yes. on our face, on our, uh, on our, well, yeah. You can find both of us on our website at mm-hmm. thecellcast.podbean.com. Yes. There you will find links to our uh to our 
show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will also find a link to our closed Facebook group, where which we keep closed to uh, keep uh, the robots out, I guess. I can't think of one this week. <laughs> um, to keep the that, bad guys the out. The bad guys out, yeah. That is our community uh, group. We would like for you to join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please come and visit us. If you just want to keep up with the podcast and news and such, take uh, like our Facebook page, which is the Cellcast Podcast, and come visit us there. Also, uh, while I do forget to post stuff now on the Twitter, you can uh, also view our Twitter account at cast underscore cell mm-hmm. over on Twitter. And, of course, you can email us at any time at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And every time you hear us say, the cellcast, that is with a single L, L. in cell. hmm I have a feeling I've forgotten something. Possibly. But stay tuned. Yeah, I'm sure we'll link to it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to kind of give, we, we are kind of working on a project with another person. We're, yes. we're not going to get into what it is. But we, we it, may, I, may not. May, be, may not happen. Yes. We're still in the early stages of yes. this project. I will say if this project goes through, the cell cast is not ending. Yeah. So don't be thinking that. Yeah. Unless this just explodes out of nowhere and... <laughs> the two becomes, shows get fused. The few shows just fuse into one, which... Fusion! Then, ha! <laughs> that would be a good way to make, your, make him uh, watch... <laughs> some uh, anime yes because at least if, if that didn't fuse Miyazaki month is not ending either when no. we come back to next November yes <laughs> so anyway keep an eye out for that whenever we get any news on that yeah if any news comes from that yeah I don't think and we've not really discussed it but I don't think anything's gonna be permanent till January yeah at least so well, just keep a Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, keep an ear out for what keep we're doing. Ear. Yeah, definitely keep an ear out. Uh, so unless you can think of anything else... Yeah, so if when, when it comes to, like, if you like us, if, if you like like our podcast, you like what we do... Yes, uh, this is what I forgot. Yeah, you know, share you know share it, uh, share it with your friends, uh, either any social media you have, and, uh, you know, share it with one or two, ten, you know, 20,000 people you like. Uh, and just, you know, get the word out that we, you know, we're doing a podcast mm-hmm. and, you know, let people know that we're doing this where we can, you know, grow the community and get bigger and, uh, let people, you know, share in the joy that we have about, uh, uh, anime and movies. Yes. So, yeah, if you do that, it'd be deeply appreciated. And plus, if you have a comment or any kind of, like, anything about anything anime related, Go to uh, our Facebook page, either or, on either the private or the open, and uh, just share your opinion. I know we've had several, several, mm-hmm. our, uh, uh, several members of the Cell Nation have gone and put in their two cents on maybe a movie we did or oh, this news came out. Yeah, because I literally had like two days in a row, two days in a row. I had one of our listeners, Heather. She literally, put, you know, tagged me in like two to three posts. And be like. Oh, here's this movie. Here's this movie. Here's this movie. I'm like, this is awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the the community is definitely growing, and yes. this is getting slowly a lot, but surely. Slowly but surely, it's it's a bad analogy. It's like a good. It's like a good wine. It just takes a little bit of time 
to make it really good. Right. So, yeah. anyway, uh, in that case, uh, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we will catch you in the next round. time on breathe in and out she's been having diarrhea for a while now prickly heat and rashes all over and salt water seems to be hurting her skin weakening from malnutrition due to the diarrhea Next patient. Can you give her medicine or a shot? Don't want a shot. Please, doctor. Help her. Give her medicine. All this child needs is some food. She needs food. How can I help you? Well. Where am I supposed to get food? <laughs>